The Champions League show on the Soccer Gambling Podcast is presented by MyBookie.ag. Winning season continues at MyBookie, and they're now offering a free $20 bet with the promo code SGP20. That's MyBookie.ag, promo code SGP20 to get a free $20 bet with your first deposit. We're also brought to you by Thrive Fantasy. Thrive Fantasy is a new daily fantasy sports app built specifically for player props. Download the app in the App Store and use the promo code SGP for an instant deposit match up to $50. That's thrivefantasy.com, promo code SGP. Sign up and prop up today. We're also brought to you by Ace Per Head. Ace is the leader in paperhead providers and they make it super easy to start your own sportsbook. Plus, Ace is offering up to six weeks free. Just head over to aceperhead.com slash SGP. That's aceperhead.com slash SGP. And finally, we're also brought to you by Sean Green. Pre-order Sean Green's latest comedy album, This Loss Hurts Us All, for only $3.99. That's right, only $3.99. Just head to sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash Sean. That's sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash Sean. Guten Tag and bonjour here. You are listening to the Champions League show on the Soccer Gambling Podcast. You can follow the Soccer Gambling Podcast on Twitter at SGP Soccer. You can also check out my website, lockbetting.com, for additional content, including the European show and the futures for this Champions League over at lockbetting.com. Since we started, we are over 80% with our futures, and that includes winning a lot of money in the last six years on the Champions League. So if you want the rest of those futures, head over to lockbetting.com and get them at the end of the show. Also, at the end of the show, we are going to give you a couple of freebies. So make sure you stay tuned to the end of the show where we're going to give you a a couple of free futures locks to close out with. But to begin the show, of course, we're going to start, as always, with the outright winner's market, where we actually have joint favourites here. And it's the same two teams who were favourites when the Champions League resumed in the summer. So when the Champions League resumed from the last 16 slash quarterfinal phase during the lockdown period, Bayern Munich and Manchester City opened up as favourites. And once again, Bayern Munich, the holders, are joint favourites with Manchester City, with both teams at 4-1. to one. It's 13-2 to two on Liverpool, the champions from the season before and the current English champions. The French champions, PSG, are available at 10-1. to one. Real Madrid and Barcelona, both available at 12s. Juve, champions of Italy, 14-1. to one. Chelsea, 20-1. to one. Atletico, also 20-1. to one. Dortmund, Manchester United, both 25 to 1, 33 to 1 on both Atalanta and Inter Milan. Sevilla, the holders of the Europa League, are at 40 to 1, 66 to 1 on RB Leipzig, 
80 to 1 on Ajax. And then you have the trio of Porto, Lazio, and Borussia Mönchengladbach at 100 to 1. And everybody else is bigger than 250 to 1. It's almost impossible to pick a winner of the Champions League at this point of the season. One thing I will say is a team that play the high line and the high press will not win the tournament this year because by the time the later stages of the Champions League come around, teams would have figured out how to play against that. And I think it's going to be very difficult for teams like Bayern Munich or Liverpool to move away from that tactic other than finding some sort of balance where they don't commit their back line up so high if their wingers and fullbacks are pushing on and pressing to win the ball. Because if teams are clearing their lines and finding the ball into the midfield, and then the high line is up there over at the halfway line, teams with pace are going to expose them. And that's going to give a great opportunity to someone like Paris Saint-Germain, who already made it to the Champions League final last season. They have a very, very easy league, despite the fact they had loads of players out with COVID, who missed the first couple of games, which they both lost. They've still managed to recover, win every game since, and still look like clear favourites to easily win the league. And will probably have this league wrapped up by the latter stages. Some people may be sceptical because they do have a difficult group with Manchester United and Leipzig. I have no doubt that PSG will get through that group and as group winners... And we'll talk about that later when we do get to Group H. But I think PSG do have a chance because they don't necessarily press with their wide players and they don't usually leave a high back line up to get exposed by a ball through or over the top. And um, that is certainly going to be a problem for Liverpool, which is going to be their undoing. It was their undoing last season. And certainly we've seen holes in Bayern Munich recently because they failed to keep a clean sheet in any of their last four games. We saw them lose 4-1 to Hoffenheim as well. So I find it difficult to see those teams winning the Champions League this season. I think City have a chance. And as you guys know, I don't usually tip City to win the Champions League. I always find their favouritism to be bizarre when they're always installed as favourites or in and among the top two. But this year, I do think that they have a genuine chance of winning the competition. They've once again been gifted a very easy group and they always manage to get through to the latter stages and look good in the group stage anyway. But last season, they actually looked good in the latter stages. They found a way to completely neutralise Real Madrid. They knocked them out convincingly. They seemed to find a tactic where they were able to play defensively and actually look organised whilst continuing to press the ball, but not overcommit and leave massive gaps in places. And whilst they've got Kevin De Bruyne as a playmaker who can always create things or score goals, they always stand a chance with a player like that. And with Sergio Aguero scoring the goals, it was always dependent upon their solid backline and how they implemented tactics to avoid conceding needless goals. And Manchester City seemed to be completely on top of that before they came up against Leon, and then they just suddenly fell to pieces because they fell victim to a high line. They fell victim to playing three defensive midfielders who were not coordinated with the back four, something that Guardiola's never done before. But then all of a sudden, we approached the Leon game and we saw masses of respect given to a team who finished seventh in the French League. You'll notice as we ran down the teams to win the Champions League, we didn't mention Leon, and that's not because they're over 250 to 1. That's because Leon aren't even in this competition. But for some reason, Pep Guardiola gave massive respect to them, outthought himself, put his team out there to implement a tactic which they hadn't done before. And they were simply confused by it. They were all over the place. And Leon were able to take them to pieces and go through. And 
it was Pep Guardiola essentially throwing the Champions League in the bin last season. He was responsible. And we always talk about him. Well, I don't. But many people talk about him being this master tactician and this genius. Well, isn't it time we have a look at Pep Guardiola and the fact that is he really a genius? Because he won things at Barcelona with Lionel Messi, including the Champions League. But this is Lionel Messi in his peak. I would think that any manager worth anything would have won Champions Leagues with Lionel Messi at Barcelona. He then went to Bayern Munich. Yeah, he won some leagues, but everybody wins leagues there. Did he win a Champions League? No. He's won titles with Manchester City, but he spent millions and millions and millions of pounds to win the Premier League. Has he won a Champions League? No. Has he come close to winning a Champions League? No. His team are now losing the league to Liverpool, who have spent a fraction of the money that Manchester City have. So I ask you the question again, is Pep Guardiola a genius? I think you'll find the answer is no, but he should be able to win this Champions League during his time here as the Man City manager. And I think this probably represents his last opportunity, if not this year, next year. And after that, I think they'll have to look elsewhere. And unthinkably, you'd have a Manchester City team who aren't managed by Pep Guardiola through his failures to not win the Champions League. And it's weird to to take them here as my as my lean, uh, along with PSG, of course, who I mentioned earlier. But I do think that everything has aligned for them nice. You don't have those teams who are really massively defensively organised and playing any kind of different tactic to, to stop them. Atletico Madrid, you could pick over and over again and look at them as the anti-football team here in this lineup. But they let you down continuously. They let us down last time against RB Leipzig. They got past Liverpool. They found the antidote to the high press. And then they came up against RB Leipzig and laid a massive egg because they don't know when it's time to sit back and defend and to frustrate teams and when it's time to move forward. They were up against an RB Leipzig team where they had a superior talent edge and decided to play negative football and allow themselves to go out of the competition in a game where they should have comfortably gone through and they would have gone through to the semi-finals and they would have given Paris Saint-Germain a very difficult game, but they never got there. They folded and they tilted and they've often folded and tilted in the Champions League and it's very difficult to pick an Atletico Madrid team who are very reliable. But when you look at what they do and you look at the way that they can attack and they can defend... And they can set themselves up to be difficult to beat. They should be a team that do well in this competition. Inter Milan are another one. They're way down in the odds. But they have two variable ways of playing. Juve as well. We have to disregard that error under Sari and look at what Juve can do and look at how they can potentially set up in two different ways to win games. And these are teams that I've, that I've picked out here that aren't necessarily married to the high press, that can adapt. And the team that can adapt, the team that can press when they need to press and that can keep their defensive discipline when need be and understand when they need to set up defensively in a second leg or a first leg and when they need to counter and when they need to press. The team that does a right things at the right time will end up winning this Champions League and it won't be teams that blindly play the fashionable tactic. Therefore, I think it's not likely that we'll end up seeing Liverpool winning this trophy end of the season or Bayern Munich retaining it. And I think that will be the main thing that I'm married to at this point in the tournament where I will pick against Bayern retaining it and Liverpool winning the trophy and just talk up the chances of possibly Paris Saint-Germain having another good run at it or Manchester City doing better than they've ever done in this tournament this season. I had with Guardiola, with whatever happened, as a coach, he was fantastic. 
as a person, I have no comments about that. That is something else. And then I had Molina. You don't like him as a person? He's not a man. There's nothing more to say. So let's move on. Let's start looking at these groups. We begin with Group A, who is the best place to start. Bayern Munich are the 2-5 to five favourites to win Group A. Atletico Madrid are the second favourites here at 11-4. to four. It's 9-1 to one on FC Salzburg. And it's 33-1 to one on Lokomotiv Moscow. Now, we spoke a little bit about Atletico earlier on. They do play the anti-football. This is an opportunity to see a Champions League final that I'd have liked to have seen last year where you have Bayern Munich pressing and pushing men forward with that high line against Atletico Madrid who put loads of loads men behind the ball and make themselves difficult to break down and then break forward with the likes of um, Diogo Costa. And they also had Marcus Lorente in hot form as well going into the Champions League last season. But in the end, it didn't materialise and Atletico Madrid laid that massive egg against RB Leipzig. And that's why I think that Bayern Munich here are the no-brainers. Not obviously because they're just favourites here at 2-5, to five, but because Atletico Madrid struggle to look convincing in this competition. Atletico Madrid won't take heed of the massive talent advantage they have over Lokomotiv Moscow or Salzburg in this group. They should beat these teams convincingly, home and away, but they won't. They'll sit back, make themselves difficult to break down, and they may even take a point at Salzburg or Lokomotiv Moscow. They may just take points there. They'll certainly win the home games, but they'll grind those games out, 1-0, 2-0, things like that. They'll go to Bayern Munich and they'll try and get a point. They'll try and get a point at home to Bayern Munich. They won't succeed because when Bayern Munich are pushing and pushing and pushing and pushing, they will break through this Atletico Madrid team, especially in Germany. So for me, Bayern Munich win this group. Atletico Madrid won't get themselves enough points to win it. They'll settle for second place. I've no doubts they'll finish in second place. So for this group, I'm going to take a straight forecast here for my pick, which is available at even money because... As negative as Atletico Madrid are, they're not going to concede too many goals here against Lokomotiv Moscow and FC Salzburg here. They're certainly going to win the home games. They're going to be difficult to beat at home for Bayern Munich. But I do think that they will drop points away from home, probably against FC Salzburg. And I think they'll lose the game away to Bayern Munich. So that's going to give Bayern Munich the group. I think Bayern Munich probably win this group with around 16 points with just a draw on Atletico with Atletico going through with uh, two home wins, uh, a draw at home to Bayern and winning one of those away games and then just picking up a draw in the other, let's say, against FC Salzburg. So in the end, going through in this group, with 11 points and comfortably getting through to the next round. Moving on to Group B, and this is a far more difficult group where we have Borussia Mönchengladbach, Shakhtar Donetsk, Inter Milan and Real Madrid. Real are the favourites at 4-6. to six. Inter available at 9-4. to four. It's 7-1 to one on Borussia Mönchengladbach and it's 14-1 to one on Shakhtar. I think this group is priced slightly oddly. I don't see a massive gap between Shakhtar and Borussia Mönchengladbach here, where one's 14 to 1 and one's 7 to 1, with Borussia Mönchengladbach regarded as the main challengers for Inter and Real. I think Shakhtar, off the back of what they did in the Europa League last year, will be more of a threat here. They did get to the last four. Inter Milan obviously beat them comfortably, but I do think that both these teams are going to provide difficult opposition. 
I think it's going to be difficult for Real Madrid and Inter Milan to go away to Borussia Mönchengladbach and to Shakhtar and get away wins. So I think this group could be one with a low total with the two favourites squeezing through. Uh, I think Inter Milan are a decent price to nick this group here at 9-4 to because Real Madrid don't convince me. But inevitably, if you're looking at the two teams that will go through, I think Inter and Real will end up sneaking it. You can get them at 8-15 to on a dual forecast to be the two teams to qualify and maybe add that into some sort of parlay. So that's a dual forecast, which means they can either finish first or second as long as those two teams qualify. What I gave out in the first group for Group A was a straight forecast, which was Bayern Munich first, Atletico Madrid second, which was available at evens. This play is available at 8-15, but I don't think this is going to be easy. For me, this is a very competitive group. Moving on to Group C, this is not a competitive group, which is why we have Manchester City as the ones four minus four hundred favourites to win it. Porto are second favourites here at five to one. It's sixteen to one on Olympiakos. Uh, sorry, it's ten to one on Marseille, and then it's sixteen to one on Olympiakos. Um, I think again, you have a bit of a discrepancy here, where you have Porto. At five to one to win the group, and Marseille at ten to one, and then when you look further and look at the qualification prices for Group C, you'll see that Porto are significantly favoured here ahead of Marseille to go through in this group. The qualification odds have Porto at four to five and Marseille at thirteen to eight, and then when you look at the straight forecast odds, City first with Porto second is at five to four, and Manchester City first and Marseille second is at five to two. I'm going to stick my neck out here and I'm going to go for Marseille to qualify here from this group. Um, it's going to be very tight from second, third and fourth. And all of these teams are going to be difficult to beat on their own patch. I think Manchester City will have too much for all of them. But you can see Porto winning at home to Marseille and Marseille winning at home to Porto and Olympiacos making themselves difficult to beat on their own patch with Porto and Marseille comfortably winning their home games against Olympiacos. So it's going to be a real toss-up. But in the end... I'm going to go with this Marseille team to qualify here along with Manchester City in second place. So Man City first, Marseille second at 5-2. to two. One of the top teams in France here. Obviously, it's a one-team league with PSG, but it's quite even below that with uh, Lyon and Marseille. We saw the game that Lyon gave Manchester City, so the game in Marseille is going to be difficult for City. I think French football is in a better position than Portuguese football. Portugal sees their two top teams, Benfica and Porto, regularly sell their top players. And at some point, it's going to catch up with them. And uh, I think this could be a season where you see Porto go out in the group stages here to Marseille and that will be very very a very very clear indicator that Portuguese football is going the wrong way because there's only so many times where you can breed top players and then sell them over and over and over again the same goes for the Dutch league the same goes for Ajax Ajax can't continue to breed players and sell them over and over and over again and then compete in the Champions League that team that finished in the Champions League semi-finals and lost to Tottenham and should have got to the Champions League final. That's been decimated at Ajax. And this Porto team sold players for years. Alex Tellers, who Manchester United have just signed as their new left-back, he came from Porto. So this is a team that always sell their best players. Marseille don't necessarily do that. I think they're in a better position to finish second in this group than anyone else. And I'm going to take that outside price. Manchester City first, 
Marseille second in the straight forecast for Group C, and that's available at 5-2. to two. But Manchester City to win this group at 1-4. to four. Stick that in on your parlays because Manchester City are winning this group easily. Moving on to Group D and Ajax are there, who we just talked about, and they're the third favourites in this group behind Liverpool, the favourites at four to six, Atalanta second at eleven to four, Ajax four to one, and Michelin of Denmark at thirty-three to one. So we can disregard Michelin and we can look at the straight shootout between the three. Liverpool obviously get through this group even without Virgil van Dijk and uh, I think Atalanta are going to be the team that go with them. There's a really good bet at bet365 and it's Ajax to qualify here. Yes and no. And Ajax no is available at 8-11. to I don't see how Ajax get through here. This is a team, Atalanta, who are doing really well in Italy. They are one of the top four teams and they may challenge for the title this season. I know they just got tonked recently at the weekend by Napoli, but... This is a team who have a crazy style where they just attack, 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 attack. Their games regularly have over four goals and they're going to be a threat in this group. I mean, if we saw what Aston Villa did to Liverpool, can you imagine if Liverpool have a bad day, what Atalanta could do to them? So Atalanta are a threat here to win this group. But in the end, I do think it's going to be Liverpool that end up topping out. But I'm not really interested in taking them at four to six until we see how they adapt without Virgil van Dijk moving forward. We saw them concede two goals to Everton at the week weekend in areas where Van Dijk may have been positioned to do something about it and also they're starting this group without their regular goalkeeper. Adrian is going to be the goalkeeper primarily through most of the group stage with Alisson only coming in possibly for the last two games. So as I said, not confident on Liverpool but confident on both of these teams qualifying in the group but a different way to bet that at better odds as opposed to taking some kind of dual forecast on these two teams to go through here in Group D would be simply to bet Ajax to not go through and that is available at Bet365 at 8-11 to 11, and that's a better price than the than the dual forecast on these two teams going through. If you do fancy a winner of the group, Liverpool Atlanta has a straight forecast is at 11 to 8 and Liverpool and Ajax is at 3-1. to 1. Atalanta the winner with Liverpool runner up at 7-2 to 2, and Liverpool to just not even beat in this here with Atalanta winning and Ajax coming seconds at 14 to 1. Don't think that's going to happen. Liverpool will go through in this group and I think they'll go through with Atalanta. Group E sees Chelsea as the favourites here to win this group. They are at 5 to 4, with Sevilla at 6 to 4, Rennes at 7 to 2, and 16 to 1 on Krasendor. I think with the way Chelsea defends, had they been given a stronger group, they may have been able to go out at the group stage because top European teams would expose the way Chelsea defend. Frank Lampard hasn't signed the right players in the transfer window. He has signed some quality players. He signed a load of attacking players in Zayac and in Havertz and in Werner. But did they need all of those players when they concede so many goals? They haven't solved the goalkeeping position. Um, they don't know how to utilise Kante properly, which is how teams are getting between their defence and the midfield so often unable to score goals. The centre-back pairings are not good. Um, I'm not sure what the situation is with Thiago Silva and whether he was sold by PSG if he didn't have it anymore or just because he wanted a change of scenery. The same remains to be seen uh, for Cavani at Man United because if PSG are letting players go and are trying to win the Champions League and their surplus to requirements, 
Are those players good enough to be still playing in a Champions League? And, well, I mean, obviously good enough to play in Champions League, but are they good enough to be playing for top Champions League teams, which is what Chelsea should be, considering they spent 200 million plus in at the summer. I don't think they are a top Champions League team. I think they'll get through this group just because Rennes and Krasendor are so poor. Therefore, Chelsea and Sevilla will automatically go through. Sevilla, I think, are a good tip here to win this group at 6-4 to or bigger. I think they've got more European pedigree than Chelsea. You can get Sevilla as the winner and Chelsea it's second here at three to one. That's an absolutely monster bet because Sevilla are going to come to Chelsea and they're going to make themselves very difficult to beat. Plus, I can't see Chelsea going to Sevilla and winning anything either with Sevilla having such a good home record. Sevilla could potentially be 100% at home because there's no way Rennes or Krasendor are getting anything in Spain. So, there's a real chance here that Sevilla could upset the odds and win this group. I don't think there's any doubt, though, as I said, that both these teams don't get through here in this group because I think they're just going to have too much for, for their opponents, too much quality, even if Chelsea are defensively poor. The dual forecast here is at 4-7 to seven for Sevilla and Chelsea to go through in any order. And I think that's an absolute shoo-in here for this group. Moving on to Group F here. And we have... Dortmund as the favourites here at four to five. Lazio second here at nine to four. Zenit St. Petersburg at five to one. And Club Bruges at 20 to one. Really, really good value here on Borussia Dortmund. Uh, Lazio are not one of the top four teams in Italy. They had a really good run going into the lockdown period. And then I think lockdown really disrupted them. They came out, laid an egg, was supposed to be the main challenges to Juve. In the end, nobody challenged Juve. And Juve played badly post-lockdown and nobody challenged them at all. Atalanta and Inter ended up catching them from a massive deficit that they had because they were in better form. But in the end, nobody posed the challenge. It was down to Lazio to do so. They haven't started this season on fire either. I don't think that they're going to be a team that are going to do too much. I do think they'll get out of this group because this group is quite weak. Zenit St. Petersburg could provide some kind of competition for Lazio in second place. I think Club Bruges are a weak team that anybody would have liked to have drawn. But Dortmund, they have decent pedigree here in this competition. They regularly qualify from their group. They've been gifted a nice group here. Obviously, the second best team in Germany because the best team in Germany are the Champions League winners and the regular winners of the German league so Dortmund are in an unfortunate position where they're in the same league as Bayern Munich otherwise they would be considered in my opinion one of the top teams in Europe certainly one of the top 10 and certainly the team that I like to win this group so I'm not going to look elsewhere no dual forecast no straight forecast no qualification prices or anything here Borussia Dortmund win this group nice group for Dortmund here group F I'm taking them as my winner here at four to five up next, we look at Group G, where the books have got it as a complete toss-up here as to who wins it. You've got Barcelona at 10 to 11, Juve at 10 to 11, 25 to 1 on Dynamo Kiev and 50 to 1 on FTC. I'm calling them FTC here because I don't know how to actually pronounce the real name, but apparently it's supposed to be like this. Yeah, so I'm going to give you that again so you can practice for the for the new season. Yeah, so FTC, you can see why I'm calling them FTC here. So they're obviously the huge underdogs and they will be the whipping boys in this group. I think the time has gone where it's a massive challenge to go down to Dynamo Kiev. That was a trip that teams used to hate, but Dynamo Kiev also ha- used to have a lot more quality. And I don't think Juve and Barca are going to struggle with that. So this group is going to be pretty much determined by Juve and Barcelona's results against each other 
For me, I'm leaning towards Barcelona here because Barcelona, I think, are going to have a 100% home record. And I'm not convinced that Juve are going to beat Barcelona at home. They probably will because Barcelona are poor travellers. They've been poor travellers for a couple of years. They've especially been poor travellers in Europe. And I think that will be their Achilles heel in terms of not competing for the Champions League again this season. But their home form is always good. One thing you can't say about Barcelona is they haven't been solid at the new Camp. Be it in La Liga or be it in the Champions League, Barcelona are a solid home team. I understand they lost 8-2 to Bayern Munich in the Champions League last time, but that wasn't in Barcelona. The only Champions League game that took place in Barcelona post-lockdown was the game against Napoli, and Barcelona won that convincingly. And I took that as a lock because I know this team perform at home, and they're going to continue to perform at home And they're going to have a solid home record in the league of this season. And they're probably going to be unbeaten at the new Camp. And they're probably going to be unbeaten at the new Camp in the Champions League as well. So whatever you say about this team, turmoil, falling apart, aged legs, um, don't know what they're doing with their board. Messi wants to leave. They win their home games. And that's why I'm taking them here to win this group. I think Barcelona will do a better job of being convincing at home in a group that could go down to goal difference. There's still question marks out about Juve. There's still question marks out about the appointment of Pirlo. I don't think there's any doubt these two teams qualify from this group, which is why they're 1 to 25. If you want to win a little bit more money rather than taking either one of them here at 10 to 11, 10 to 11, you could take them at 11 to 10 by adding the other one in second place. So Juve top Barcelona in second is at 11 to 10, and Barcelona top Juve second is at 11 to 10. And that's the way I'm going to be betting this one because I do lean towards Barca and even if you do look at the two teams here you would give Barcelona the slight quality edge one has Messi one has Ronaldo Juve are more solid at the back obviously where they have the likes of Chiellini and Bellucci and De Litt. but despite Barcelona's defensive weakness they are loaded with creative players more creative players than Juve have when you're looking at the likes of Griezmann, Busquets, Coutinho they also have um Ansu Fati, who looks like he's going to have a massive breakthrough year. Obviously, last year was a breakthrough year for him, but it mainly came from the subs bench. A lot of his starts came when Messi was out, and then he was a bit of a bit part player. Now he seems to be more integrated into the team. He's also in the Spanish national team as well. So I think a big year for Ansu Fati, and I think he's going to have some standout performances in the Champions League as well this season. So have a look out for him. Closing out with the final group, and it's Group H, which is the group that Manchester United are in, unfortunately. I'm not particularly worried about Istanbul. I'm worried about the trip to Istanbul, as most clubs should be. But it's going to be a shootout here between United, PSG and RB Leipzig. PSG, the clear favourites, 4-6. Man United, second at 5-2. And RB Leipzig available at 11-2, with Istanbul at 20-1. Leipzig would have been a real, real danger to us here had they maintained the services of Timo Werner, but they don't have Werner so far in the Bundesliga. They have managed to find the goals because they are top of the league, but this isn't just Bundesliga. This is the Champions League, and I would expect... Manchester United to be able to compete with Leipzig I would expect them to compete in Leipzig and I would expect them to win the home game so I'm leaning towards United going through here as for PSG being among this group of death conversation there isn't really any reason why PSG shouldn't get a really high points total here they dominated RB Leipzig on neutral field in the semi-final of the Champions League 
last season. They should comfortably win all of their home games. I'm expecting them to have nine points. They should probably win in Istanbul. And then we'll see what happens, whether they even need to get anything from the games against Leipzig and Manchester United. Obviously, PSG aren't the most reliable team in Europe. If they were, they would have already won the Champions League. If they were, they wouldn't have been regularly knocked out in the knockout stages, including losing at home to Man United 3-1 after winning 2-0 at Old Trafford. So, obviously, when you're looking at these results of them travelling to Leipzig and travelling to Old Trafford, you can see upsets there. But the fact is, is that there's no argument that can be made here for me that PSG don't pick up 12 points in this group and don't have enough to win this group here. So despite the fact I am a United fan, I am realistic, PSG win this group here at 4-6. to six, But I do think that they go through with Manchester United because I think Manchester United have far more quality here than Leipzig. Leipzig sold Timo Werner and they didn't bring much in. Man United have bought players in. Whatever you may think about them, I think Cavani's going to get some Champions League football. I think Telles is going to be our left back. I think that's a decent signing. I'm expecting more minutes here for, for Van der Beek. Obviously, you've got Fernandes, you've got Pogba, you've got that dangerous, fast front three. Martial, Rashford, Greenwood. Martial can actually play in the Champions League as well in his first game. He's not suspended. So I am expecting us to get through this group. After that, obviously, it's going to be very, very difficult because we are going to then face a group winner. And the group winners here are going to be strong this year because there are no weak group winners. If you're looking at the group between Chelsea and Sevilla and you're looking at the group that probably Dortmund are going to win, that's not an easy game for us. So the group winners this year are all going to be strong no matter who goes through. So it's going to be difficult for Man United to go beyond that. But I do fully expect us to qualify from our group here with Leipzig being the main competition. The Manchester United PSG dual forecast is available at even money, and I think that provides some serious, serious value with PSG top and Manchester United second available at 2-1. to one. Again, I think there's some serious value on that one as well. Closing out with the locks on this show, my lock is going to be Group A. It's going to be the straight forecast between Bayern Munich and Atletico Madrid. Don't see any reason why these two teams don't end up going through. And I don't see anything from Atletico Madrid where I want to take them here as the group winner ahead of Bayern. As I said, they're a team that play two within themselves. They're probably going to struggle to win both of the away games. And if they drop points in either of them, then Bayern Munich will comfortably finish ahead of them. I'm targeting 16 points here for Bayern. And as I said, around about 11 points according to my estimates for Atletico Madrid so I think this lands comfortably and you're getting a really good price here at evens for my second lock so essentially we're going to do lock dog parlay here but we're going to play the parlay and the lock and the dog here as official plays. So all of these are going to be official. So you're getting a lock dog parlay and all of them are official, but at different stakes. So take one unit on the lock for Bayern and Atletico Madrid as the straight forecast, first and second at evens. The next bet here pays out at two to one and it's Manchester City to win Group C at one to four. Bayern Munich at two to five to win Group A. And Ajax not to qualify for the next round here. So Ajax to qualify, no, at 8-11. to 11. And this bet is available at Bet365. £100 on it returns you 302 So once again, that's Manchester City to win Group C at 1-4. Bayern Munich to win Group A at 2-5. to five. And Ajax to qualify for the next round of the Champions League, no, 
at 8 to 11, 100 pounds returns you 302 pounds and 27p. And the final pick, and this is a half unit pick, so just a half unit on this one, and it's a straight forecast on Manchester City top and Marseille second. And that pays out at five to two. So Manchester City top and Marseille second. Now, there's loads of bets that I like here. There's going to be loads of combinations of these put out for lockbetting.com clients, including a three unit parlay. We do that every single year and we've won it every single year. So if you want to get that, then you need to head over to lockbetting.com. You've obviously got your freebies here. They will be official plays. But if you want to get the rest of the picks for the Champions League, all the Champions League futures, then you need to head over to lockbetting.com. That's not all you'll get over there as well, because while we are doing a Champions League show here for the Soccer Gambling Podcast, where I am going to break down selected games over at lockbetting.com, we do a show for each day. So we're going to be doing a show just for Tuesday's Champions League games and for Wednesday's Champions League games. We're also going to be doing a Europa League preview and we're going to be doing a Europa League show as well. So even though the Europa League was on the Soccer Gambling Podcast last year, that was only the small tournament format version of it. That was only when we were concluding the Champions League and the Europa League as two mini tournaments. That was because those mini tournaments were replacing Euro 2020, which is now Euro 2021. The Europa League show is usually over at lockbetting.com only. It's a lockbetting.com exclusive show. The lot record over the last two years has seen us go 14 and 2 for 2018-2019 and then 12-2 and for 2019-2020, which was last season. So that is one of our strongest shows. You don't really want to miss that one. It takes on the format of the Nations League shows and the European show, which is also over at lockbetting.com, where... We look at all of the games, there's a whole load of games, and then we narrow it down to just 6 and 10, and we break those down on the show. And that will be going out on Thursday. The Europa League preview over at lockbetting.com will be going out on Wednesday. As for here, the Champions League show, which will be breaking down a selected number of fixtures from match day one, will be out tomorrow. So we're going to let this future show sit for a day, and then immediately match day one will be out tomorrow. So many podcasts coming this week between lockbetting.com and the Soccer Gambling Podcast Network. Obviously, you've got this Champions League future show now. You're going to have a Champions League show tomorrow looking at selected fixtures on lockbetting.com on Tuesday. You're going to have all of the fixtures from Champions League on Tuesday covered on lockbetting.com on Wednesday. You're going to have all of Wednesday's fixtures looked at. You're also going to get a Europa League show, a preview show on Wednesday. Then on Thursday, you're going to get a Europa League show looking at match day one selected fixtures. Back here on the Soccer Gambling Podcast, you're going to have Das Bundesliga show on Friday. You're going to have the EPL show on Friday and on Saturday, we are going to drop a fight show looking at UFC 254. Now, I am planning, if I have time, to get those shows out earlier. So start looking for Das Bundesliga show on Thursday and the EPL show on Thursday so we can drop the fight show on Friday instead because I don't want those shows going out that late. I want you guys to listen to them as soon as possible, but it will be dependent on me doing everything else that I need to do for lockbetting.com. Obviously, there's a load of content to do. 
And it's not just a case of recording content. It's a case of doing a shitload of research. I got up this morning and had to do two hours of research on the Monday night games as well. And I have two plays ready for the Monday night games featuring the Bills and Chiefs and the Cardinals and the Cowboys. So I had to do that. So it's just non-stop research at the moment, non-stop work. I'm pretty glad that the NBA and the MLB are pretty much out of the way now. NBA's done. We had a three-unit futures pick on the Lakers that landed, which took 15 months to cash because the season was suspended. And uh, we're riding out a futures pick on the Dodgers at the moment. And uh, luckily, they ended up getting through against the Braves last night. We also actually took the Dodgers to go through when they were 2-0 down in the series. We got the Dodgers at plus 200 and that cash last night as well. So you can get all of these plays at lockbetting.com, but most important reason to go over at the moment will be to get those Champions League futures because we do hit them a lot. We're 80% on our futures. It's one of the things that you always see at the top of the spreadsheet at the month, at the start of the month. There's constantly futures up there. So don't miss out on, we do do really well on the futures landing over 80% with those. That's it for this edition of the Champions League show. Good luck with all of your bets as always. And thanks for listening.